0: Welcome to the State of Being podcast show. I'm your host, Michelle Saya, and today I'm so excited to introduce to you Jenna Moise. Jenna is a creative, a designer, a lover of contemporary media studies, and a bullet journal enthusiast born and raised in Germany. Multifaceted and multi passionate, Jenna stands by the mantra you are more than just one thing. And this is reflected in how she journals, as well as encouraging others to find their own stylistic flow when it comes to journaling. In this episode, we talk about our love of journaling, misconceptions on how journaling should be, and our own personal writing and doodling habits, and how ultimately journaling is about self-reflection, recreation, and being kind with our relationship to our own progression. I hope you enjoy this episode.
1: Hi, I'm Gina Moise. I'm a frustrated creative who tries to work her way into the creative industries and build a business. Yeah, and that's basically it. (laughs) I love that. Um, I know
0: that we've had a couple conversations in the past couple of months um, and all about bullet journaling and I've just been so fascinated and love some of the things that You've been posting on Instagram, and you've been providing such helpful tips. I know that one you call it bujo bullet journaling. Can you describe yeah. for people that don't know much about bullet journaling, they're hearing it for the first time? Can you describe what it is and how it helps you? Well, um,
1: from in the in general, it basically is just making notes and planning the day and. Finding all the stuff you think about during your week and focus everything in one place. Mm. So um, you you can have, for example, lists. If you have to, you know, go grocery shopping, you can have a grocery list. You could really just plan out your day if you have um, if you have appointments. Mm. But for me, especially, I use it a lot to just daily write, or write, writing daily and, um, yeah, writing down my daily thoughts or how the day went. And I'm trying to get more into, you know, habit tracking and all that kind of stuff, but I'm a bit cautious with that because I think it really needs to be um, intentional and not just tracking things you don't really need to track, so, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And what inspired you to journal in the first place? Like, how did you discover it?
1: Um, I'm a very sensitive and creative person. I I have always been. I read a lot as a child, and I've always wanted to tell stories myself. So I think I I was even writing a diary when I was 10. So there's always some kind of diary um, next to me and i think that's really what just it there was always this drive to tell stories so i started to to write down my daily stories and just find my way of expressing myself and um sorting my thoughts of the day yeah mm.
0: gotcha and what are some tips and habits you can provide for people that are just getting into bullet journaling for the first time? What are some of the common struggles that someone might go through
1: when they're starting out with journaling? Well, the problem with journaling is that a lot of people think it needs to be, um, it, it has to be in a specific way. So myself, for example, I always thought, you know, I I want to look, I want my bullet journal or my journal in general to look beautiful or just to be structured and all this kind of things. And I think structure is really important at some point, but at the same time, it's just about express, sorry, expressing yourself. So if it doesn't look the way you think it should look, you really have to just start working on your mindset because it's not about how it looks, but more about what it gives to you. And um, I think like one tip or a very important thing is if you start journaling, maybe a pre-designed planner or journal is better um, to to keep up or to, to get into the habit of writing daily. If that is something you want to do, um, because I was struggling to find my way into daily habit for years. I've been diary writing um, since I was a kid, but I it was always an on and off habit. So I think two years ago, when I came back from Australia, actually, I I needed to 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 really focus and you know get all these new inspirations and new things um, together and try to yeah, to focus myself and that's when I, I said, okay, um, I'll just get a pre-designed one and start, but I actually want to create my own. Um, yeah so when when I, when I finished my 2019 um, journal, and it was going to be, you know, 2020. I started my own journal or my own bullet journal, and I bought a dot grid planner. I always liked blank pages anyway because I think the other ones are just too messy. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. th- that's when I when I started creating my own journal. But I really think the the main points are that you. You shouldn't hate yourself because you haven't journals in some time. Um, you should just really try and get back into it. And you shouldn't fear chaos in your journal because sometimes people are chaos. So why shouldn't your journal be chaos as well? It's just I love that. the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, thanks.
0: <laughs> There's the, uh, it's funny when you mention that because it reminds me, I remember when I first started bullet journaling when I buy a brand new like moleskin book I'm so nervous to write in it because like I want everything <laughs> yeah. to be pristine and crisp and fresh it's like once you put your pen on paper after a while you're like oh no I messed up on writing that t that cursive don't look <laughs> right and it just would yeah. like affect me so much <laughs> that like I would try to remove the page entirely, wide it out, and then I was like, oh my God, this book's not perfect anymore. And I used to like <laughs> go through all my childhood, high school, college years doing that. And I was like, Michelle, you are crazy. And mm-hmm. so like nowadays as I've gotten like older and like learned a lot more about myself and why why certain things makes me like very OCD or perfectionistic. Yeah. I've kind of given myself that grace and let myself get really messy and chaotic with journaling. So I told you last time that my writing looks like chicken scratch because I write so fast. (laughs) My thoughts move so fast, it's like And so by the time I like get it all down on paper, I might read the journal entry and I'm like, I have no idea what I wrote, but it's solidified in my mind. Like in my mind, I'm solid. I feel good because I got it out on paper so it's yeah. just funny that you mentioned, you know, like since your mind is so chaotic, why not your, you know, bullet journal entries? Like that's totally normal. I love that. So my next question to you
1: is- do you, Wait a oh, second, wait that? a second. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it actually is, it's, it's quite funny because, um, I mean, I, I'm a quite perfectionist pe- person myself and yeah. it obstructs me a lot. But at the same time, um, I mean, like, I am someone who really likes structure, you know, but I'm not, I, I say I'm not really structured, but people always tell me, wow, you're so structured. And I'm like, well, but this is like chaos all over the place. No, no, you're so structured. <laughs> and what I just, I just recently realized it, it really needs to be somewhere, you know, there, it, there needs to be chaos sometime so that you can actually find the, the structure in it. And also, I think journaling, um, it's, I mean, bullet journaling itself, it's a method, you know, you have this very, you have very point, um, point on uh, note taking and all that kind of stuff. But journaling in general, it doesn't need to be any, anything, but the, the thing you want it to be, mm. you know. I have several journals. I have my bullet journal in which I, you know, plan and do my daily writing. But I also, for example, have a journal just for my dreams. Because when sometimes I have this, I just have periods where I dream so much. And it's like, I can't put this into this other book. I need a several book just to write it down. And I can't show that to anyone because it's really just chicken scratch all over the place. I love And that. sometimes, yeah. really, yeah, I mean, sometimes when you wake up, just imagine you wake up and you start to write. It just looks, you don't want to see it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think there's like beauty and chaos as well because it's so authentic and in the moment and it cannot be reproduced. Um, and I yeah. think every thought, every moment that you put down on paper it will never be the same. You will never experience the same thought or feeling in that way ever again. And so as you're writing it down, it's almost like you're honoring that moment and it's just so fleeting. And I think that's why I love the practice of journaling itself. There's something very cathartic about it and soothing. Mm-hmm. And so I love, I love what you express of having a dream journal. Um, like with that said, uh, my next question to you is: Do you see journaling as a self-coaching practice? Can you coach yourself through bullet journaling? Yet, why or why not?
1: I think yes, but you need to you need to um, you need to be aware of it. So, um, I think I think journaling can help you to coach yourself in in this way that you you need to sit down and you need to take time for yourself. This is the first step, because most of the time we don't take time for ourselves. We have time for everyone else, but not for our own thoughts. And for the purpose of getting rid of the thoughts we don't want to have. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so you you need to take time for it. Um, And then it's also, it really depends on what you really journal about. It's the difference if you just say, let's say you are just just in, you know, it's not less. um, But if you journal, for example, about the daily life, sometimes it can only be um, you've been to the shops and you did this and you did that and you feel happy about it. So this is more like like just a daily log. Um, Mm. But if you are really intentional about it, you would have places in your journal where you would say, okay, this is, for example, um, a page where where uh, where I collect all my thoughts about, I don't know, maybe you're starting a business and sometimes you have this kind of thoughts popping up in your head and you're always going back to this page, writing down your notes and just let them sit there. At the end of the week, for example, you go back and say, okay, what have I thought about in this, on this topic? What, what did I um, experience? What can I learn from my thoughts or what do I want to actually take from these thoughts and you know put them into motion? So in, in that way, if you are really intentional about it, it can be a self-coaching experience. Mm-hmm. But like I said in the beginning, you really have to be um, aware of it. It's, it's not something which is just happening. Mm. You know, I I always thought at some point I will have this awesome journal and I don't know it's it's just going to be amazing and no you really have to sit down and do it because otherwise it's still just the same you are not mm. developing you have to actively try to develop and um, yeah arise from your own you have to transcend to 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 a different yourself you know.
0: Mm. Do you, this is a question that just kind of came out of nowhere, but I feel inspired to ask you. Have Mm. you ever tried just journaling online or using like an app to journal? Or is there this, is there a difference in the experience between like handwriting it down, like journaling your thoughts and then typing it on the laptop or computer? What are your thoughts on that?
1: I haven't tried to... Create a digital journal yet, um, as as exactly because I think, or for me at least, writing with my hand helps me to connect with myself and with my thoughts. Mm. So, I have, but I have always been a very hands-on person in that sense. You know, um, when I when sometimes when I was talking to someone, I would just doodle things um, and start to. I don't know. Draw stuff all over the place.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and,
1: yeah. And I really need that that interaction. Um, but it's actually, I mean, if you th- if you look into the to the psychology of it, um, it's it's also like you have a motoric memory and you have mm. you have a memory which is um, in in which is connected to a place. Mm. So if you have a lot of senses coming together and grabbing this moment, you have a lot more, um, you have a lot more to, to remember, you know, mm-hmm. you you don't only remember the thought, you remember what you were doing when you were thinking it, you remember the place where you've been, maybe you have, I don't know, peppermint tea, and you smell the experience at the same time, yeah. so it really depends how you are working. But I really think, at least for me, um, writing with my hands helps me, or is very Mm -hmm. important to me.
0: I like that. I like that. I have this weird thing where I probably spend half the time handwriting journaling, and then I spend the other half of the time, I use an app called Notion. I'm not sure if you've heard of it Hmm. Yeah. um definitely check it out let me know what your thoughts are on it because i'd love to hear your feedback on it but yeah like i've been using notion and in terms of like pre-planning when it comes to like business stuff like things are a bit more like uh like day-to-day checklists and things like that i i find myself leaning towards like digital uh journaling apps and then when it comes to like more free-flowing where i'm using more right brain thinking or I'm tapping into my intuition, or doing spiritual work and thought work, I, I tend to lean towards like, handwritten journaling. So I've, I've noticed that within myself recently, and I'm wondering where that comes from. And I just find it so fascinating. Um, Yeah, so yeah, definitely let me know what you think of Notion. And I'll also yeah. include the link in the show notes before uh, in the show I- notes. Yeah, what's up?
1: no I I just wanted to say um I think that's actually a point as well um Mm -hmm. when I when when I'm trying well, I am trying to build a business so Mm
0: -hmm.
1: having I have notes all over the place and it's very hard to to have like a huge notebook in which you have all your thoughts but at the same time even if you have you have you still have to you have to get through them, you know mm. and I think in that moment a digital um, a digital way of note taking is very important because you know you can copy and paste your things into a different notebook or into a different um, media mm. you can you can you can be more um, flexible with it because you don't y- you can just you know erase it and it's gone yeah. Or write it new and it's back again. So yeah. it's very, it's more versatile, and I think that's the big, um, the big pro for for digital mm. note taking. But there's there, I think there is a purpose for everything, you know. And there's mm-hmm. there's this a time and a yeah a time and a purpose for all these different types of note taking. I think in the end, um, connecting them in some way is the best. Like you said you know, having Mm -hmm. your own journal uh, or your own whatever note-taking book (laughs) Mm, um, to write with your hand Mm -hmm. um, for your your personal uh, development and maybe having another notebook for any different kind of purpose and doing that digitally.
0: Mm. Yeah, that makes absolute sense to me. I do agree with you that. I think there's a purpose for every single utility in terms of platform and whatnot. Um, And it makes me think it may not, there may not be a correlation to it, but it almost makes me think it's like, just like there's a different purpose where you connect with people face to face, like in a physical setting and then connecting with them online, digital phone call, texting there's a different experience with yeah. every single platform, just like, as you mentioned, journaling as well between handwritten and digital. And so I find that super fascinating and tactile. Yeah.
1: This this is actually something I find very interesting in media in general. Um, I mean, we are talking about journaling right now, mm-hmm. but there are, I mean, I, I have studied media studies and that's, some of the, it's basically one of the core points, which is so interesting. Um, why I like, why I think about media so much, because you always have the digital and the analog, um, the analog version of it, mm. and they don't actually, they don't translate into each other. They are different, mm. and they they may um, connect or overlay, but they are never the same. And I think a lot of people don't really get that because, you know, with all this, um, yeah. Now we can talk via uh, via um, Zoom or any other um, online phone call. Yes, you can do that, but it's not the same. Also, with 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 workflows and everything, if you translate or if you go and take an analog workflow into a digital one you will have a transformation because it's not the same Mm -hmm. it only stays on the same level if you don't really understand the difference in them Mm -hmm. and that's so interesting
0: yeah that's really fascinating and I don't think I know anybody else that's so well versed in media studies as you do so it's very interesting to hear your perspective on that Um, my next question to you, kind of moving away from, not necessarily away from bullet journaling, but more into the coaching self-reflection practice of journaling Hmm. is what advice would you give to people who are feeling a little lost in life or may not know what their purpose is yet and they have no idea where to start? From mm. your experience, what advice would you give them
1: Well, at first, um, I have to say that it's it can be tough, and mm. I think it takes time. so I have been on that exact journey for at least the last two and one and a half years or now two years since i 've mm. come back from my uh, from my Australia um, trip and I think, well, how do I say that? How can someone, how can someone find themselves, basically? So what I did is I sat down and I took, in my case, a journal, and I was just writing down my thoughts. Mm -hmm. Um, I wasn't really... Intentional about it in the beginning. I was just writing down whatever I was feeling, whatever I was thinking, and I just needed some place to to calm down. Mm. And then I looked back at myself, and I was just really asking me. I was asking myself the hard questions. This is no fun at all, and it's painful. Like I have been struggling so much and I'm still struggling sometimes because I might fall back into the same, you know, questionnaire always getting at myself on, okay, is this what I'm doing? Is this, how am I even coming, how am I getting to the point where I want to be? Is this really what I want to be or where Mm -hmm. I want to be? Um, But it's really what really helps is to to just sit down and take a breath and try to understand the emotions behind your thoughts. Because I think I think, we are quite emotional all the time. And it's not just the people who are labeled to be emotional. It's just a part of being human mm. to react in in an emotional way. And I think some people are a little bit further, uh, they they might have developed themselves already a bit further, because they can lay lay back and look at something on a more strategic or logical sense, and really, um, like, they can really take this attempt, and make it happen in a in a logical way but most of i think most of the people act out of emotions
0: mm-hmm. and if you
1: understand your emotion behind your your actions it helps to to get out of this dark place because if you know you are afraid of something for example you're afraid to i don't know lose your home why are you afraid And what are the, what are the, like, what are the, the exact pain points which make you afraid? Um, And this is really crucial because this takes, sometimes it takes time and it's Mm. also very um, painful because you have to accept that you have this fear. Mm. It's it's not just finding the fear, it's also accepting the fear. And if you accept it, you can work with it, you know? If you accept your emotions behind your actions, you can work with them. Because mm-hmm. then you can say, okay, this is my emotion. This is what I actually want to do. How can I get my emotion to shut up or at least help myself to get to point B? Mm-hmm. And I think... That's what really needs to be done at first. Yeah, I yeah. love
0: that. I, I definitely think that sometimes, and I, I'm an empath mindset coach. So it, this this thing that you're saying it reminds me of some of the sessions that I talk through with um, people that are really struggling with letting their emotions get in the way of their goals. Sometimes mm-hmm. it kind of sabotages them, like they're in their own way. And I love the part where you said, you know, like, not only acknowledge and recognize a fear, um, just accept it, and then also get down to the bottom of it. Like, what's the fear that's driving underneath that, too? Like, getting deeper and deeper and asking more questions. Um, And then finding that origin point, I think, is very important. Because our emotions have a birthplace. And sometimes it comes from a place that doesn't serve our highest selves or serve us in a way that's beneficial to us reaching our goals. So I really like the way you approach that. And my
1: next question, Thanks, but it's, yeah, it's also very, it's yeah. it's also very interesting that you say that our emotions or no, that you, our thoughts have a birthplace. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's quite. Um, th- this is really very uh, important to understand because. It's not just something, you know, which is affecting someone who says about themselves that mm. that they are sensitive. Because even someone who is like the the, the toughest guy in the world, they have emotions themselves. Yeah. They just, maybe they are just better at hiding them or maybe they, they are just too good in suppressing them. And if you suppress something, it can only, you know, make yourself... Um, yeah it can only weaken yourself in the core because you're suppressing your actual the the actual um hurt or the actual emotion you are feeling and you mm-hmm. are not letting yourself express that so it's yeah. it's hidden and it's disclosed and it's just mm-hmm. making yourself your inner self um shrink yeah and i think that's hurtful
0: yeah absolutely absolutely and so what are some of the habits tips and rituals that you yourself have found to be helpful to stay grounded whenever you're going through moments of you know anxiety doubt stress with whatever's going on in your life at the moment
1: so um i have i always have been a quite optimistic person um Mm. i was taught to be actually uh my mom did a well job with that (laughs) Uh, but even then even then i have these negative thoughts in my head and there's always this echo of of negativity so when i really understood that there is this echo of negativity replaying in my head i was and I, at, that po- at that time, I was reading a book from, um, from Jim Quick, uh, Limitless. That's quite a cool book. In the mm. uh, Yeah, that's quite a cool book. <laughs> yeah. um, he, was, he was saying something about kill ants, like automatic negative thoughts. And this is really just so, it's very empowering. If you hear yourself talking ba- uh, bad about yourself, just stop it because you wouldn't you wouldn't talk to someone else like that you would try to you know make them feel better and you've yeah. got this look at all your achievements look at all you've done so far mm-hmm. everything you you've realized and what you really put into motion you would build them up and not break them down so that's really something and it's not easy but if you hear yourself uh talking bad to yourself I think that's really the first thing to just um, make yourself shut up and (laughs) yeah Yeah. and just um, maybe start affirmative self-talk really Mm. give yourself the credit for everything you've done so far and everything you will achieve because Mm. you know it's still going on You have goals and you will achieve them. Sometimes the journey takes longer and sometimes you're already there, but most of the time you have to work for it.
0: Mm, Gotcha, gotcha. And what is the impact that you want to leave behind during your time on earth here?
1: Well, that's actually quite, quite complicated question because yeah, I'm still big trying question. to find what I... <laughs> yeah. I'm still trying to to really figure out what I want to, to leave behind. Mm-hmm. But there are these three, three different... Um, yeah, maybe three different or just three parts of the same coin um, sure. things. I really want to help... Or I just... I want society to... Be less hurtful to itself so and I and I think media can help with that because media is just to me it's a reflection of society mm. and everything we have built in society and everything which is under which is like underlying in society is hidden in media as well mm. so I want people to know what they are using or when they when they use media how it may affect them mm. um, but also how it is affected by them. there is always every media is based upon human behavior and human human society structures and I think that's quite interesting but also very important and when you're looking back into the 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 history of humankind always there's always this thing this thing repeating itself and maybe we will still be repeating ourselves but i hope maybe in a better way (laughs) me
0: too i hope so absolutely i love that and Where can people find you if they want to ask you questions about bullet journaling or get to just know you a little bit better and connect with you? Where can people best
1: find you? So um, I have an Instagram account, which is gem.ginaMoisel or my other Instagram account, which is in regards to my bullet journal, that's gem.ujo. Yeah, so I'm working on other platforms where you can find me in the future, but I guess I will say that when it's there.
0: <laughs> yeah, sounds great. And once you have other platforms, we can update that in the show notes for the audience members to best find you. Um, are there any last and parting words of wisdom um, that you would like to provide for our audience before we close this episode?
1: I think, I, I think what I would really like for people to to understand is that um, if you, for example, start journaling, it's not it's it's not supposed to be an assess, a necessity in in the sense of you have to do it or else, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's something you want to do, and it should. Stay something you want to do. Um, it, it's supposed to help you, so it's not supposed to stress yourself out. And I think that's that's in regard to everything. If there's really something you want to do, you can you can try to you should try to build a system which helps you to stick to that habit um, without this habit overtaking you or um making you feel bad because Mm -hmm. then it's just a bad habit you know Mm -hmm. it's supposed to help you and not make you feel stressed or or, yeah yeah i think that's that's very important thanks
0: thank you (laughs) Thank you, Gina. I really appreciate you coming onto the show and providing your words of wisdom and all of your insights into the world of bullet journaling. And so, yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Hey there. Have you ever been curious on what type of empath you are? Well, you're in luck. I created a quiz where you can discover what your empowered empath archetype is. After working with empaths from all over the world, I wanted to develop a framework to help you step courageously and aligned in your calling. Too many of us are walking around with gifts misconstrued as weakness. It's time to put a stop to that. Uncover and cultivate the intuitive gifts you were born with. Link to the quiz is in the show notes or visit michelleseya.com.